Welcome to episode number seven of In the Know with WTO, the podcast all about West Texas opportunities and nonprofits. I'm Brian Rodriguez, and thank you for listening. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you listen. Please subscribe so you can be notified automatically anytime we have a new episode. And follow us on social media by searching for West Texas Opportunities. We can also be found on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash WTO. And inside Anchor, you can record a message for us with any comments or suggestions. You can also email us at podcast at gowto.org with any suggestions or if you would like to, to tell your story on a future episode. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate the podcast and leave a review and tell a friend or family member about us. On today's episode, we have Christy Miller with me. And uh, Christy has been with West Texas Opportunities since 1995 and is a enrollment disabilities, mental health coordinator, and some other titles at our Head Start and Early Head Start programs. So, uh, Christy, thanks for joining me today. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and just kind of so all our listeners get to know you a little bit better? Okay. I am Christy Miller. I'm starting my 26th year with WTO. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies from Texas Tech. I've made my career since graduation working with children and families. I'm married with one daughter who's a junior in high school. Great, great. And what led you to work for West Texas Opportunities in the beginning? How did you hear about us and kind of what what led you to us in the beginning? The opportunity came up to start the three-year-old program in Stanton in the beginning of 95. So in 90, at the end of 94 or so, Margie Anderson, who was the director of Head Start at the time, was expanding um, the program. They had already had a four-year-old room in Stanton, but the three-year-old room was opening from the very beginning. So um, I've always loved working with children, and this sounded right up my alley. We started the very first working day in January, Ophelia Reese and I did. Ophelia Reese and I did. <laughs> um, we literally unboxed and put together all the furniture. Our first day of work, we walked in and there were boxes everywhere. Nothing. Wow. It had just had been to delivered. assemble everything. Yes, and, and we, Ophelia made curtains that last I was in there are still in there. They're real adorable. Wow. And she's still with us, right? Yes. The name Ophelia sounded familiar. That's why I was wondering. Myself started that same day. Uh, Carmen started about six weeks later, Carmen Estrada in yes. Stanton. She had recently had a baby, so she was finishing up staying home with her young baby. And so the wow. three of us have all been here the same amount Almost of time. 26 years. Yes. yes. Wow. And, um, yeah, that's, that's amazing. And you drove back and forth to Stanton every mm -hmm. day? I lived in La Mesa and I drove back and forth. How long did you do that before mm, you? About two years. And then I, um, came, then I took a position in a four-year-old classroom here in La Mesa. And I wasn't in that. I was there about half a year when the, uh, family, um, services coordinator position came over. So I um, moved over to that. Wow. Did you work anywhere else before WTO, or was that the beginning of your career? No. I worked in Lubbock. I did family preservation, child protective cases, and I also worked at Big Brothers Big Sisters for a time. So just a lot of experience with kids? Mm -hmm. Great, great. And um, 
I know I said quite a few titles in the beginning of, of what you were doing with West Texas Opportunities. Um, can you describe the positions a little bit, what you do and what your day actually looks like? I know the average person would have no idea what this long job title is, but right. on a typical day, what does it look like? What do you do and how does it impact the clients and the families and the parents and pretty much everything that you do? How, how does okay. it come well, together? Currently, I am the enrollment or RC coordinator, which is an eligibility, recruitment, selection, enrollment and attendance. And then I do disabilities, mental health and parent, family and community engagement. So on a typical day, I'm always getting applications from the seven centers that we have. Every application that comes through the program, I sign as well. The staff verify and um, eligibility, checking income as well as I do. Um, as far as disabilities, we make sure that we have open slots for children with disabilities that are eligible, and then sometimes we're able to take in children that are over the income guidelines with disabilities. That could be a teacher calling and saying, I need some more um, materials in the classroom for a child that can't use regular scissors, so we get scissors that are easier for them to use, or sometimes they might need a stool to help them reach up to the sink better, um, yeah. just different abilities. Um, we also are constantly recruiting children with disabilities, or maybe it's a child that has not been um, diagnosed yet because we're serving young children, so our job is to refer them. So they're talking to me, we're writing up the referral and getting it to the appropriate agencies. If it's zero to three, it goes to ECI, and if it's at the child's birthday of age three, then we refer to the school system. So there's seven different school systems. Right. And then mental health, we um, contract with Centers for Children and Families out of um, Midland, Odessa, and um, as well as we provide a mental health component for staff and families. Um, the mental health person comes around and coordinates with me to uh, just watch the overall uh, classroom environment, as well as if they identify any children. This age child really works out their emotional issues and trauma and through play. So we've had years that children have lost a parent, either through a fire or a car wreck. And one particular instance, there was a really horrific uh, car accident, and the father was not expected to live and mom needed to be with him and make those decisions. So the child was with other family members and was working out in the block and car area, slamming cars together. And, you know, that's and they're like a wreck and just how those things go. So we bring in the consultant with the permission of the parent, and they give the teacher some um, ideas and guidance on how to talk to the child as well as we provide if the parent would like parent consult, how to talk about their own grief, how to talk about that with the child. Um, wow, that's that's amazing. I, I had no idea about that, about yes. those options and those. I'd never thought about that, that yes. actually going on. And probably most of our listeners are the same way. So, wow, that's Yes, well, that's I also amazing. do parent and family and community engagement, our case managers, um, I oversee that area where we do our monthly parent meetings and parent topics as well as they're doing assessments. What does the family need? What resources can we provide? What 
uh, community agencies can we hook them up with? So, Quite a bit? Yes. And what's one thing you wish you would have known before you began working with us? Um, you know, I was in my early 20s, so I didn't really consider. I just thought, oh, you look for a job that you think interests you and has a pay that will pay your bills. Um, I didn't really consider or even ask about the policies that we have, and WTO's got great um benefit package from the sick leave, the health insurance, some paid life insurance, incentive pay. It's also a really solid company. I've worked for some nonprofits before that, especially one in particular, that at that time that they didn't always have the money to pay your paycheck. Yeah, and it, it And so be. that hits you right where it hurts. Yes, yes. Yeah, WTO is a great place. Yes. I, I kind of agree with everything you said, and that's – that's one of the things that not everybody understands. And a point that I'd like to make is a lot of our, our I guess, younger generations, they, they look at that pay that pay mm-hmm. amount and they think, I want to make a certain amount. And they have no experience. So I think looking at a company that, like you said, that can pay your bills, not get rich off of, but right. pay your bills and then work your way up from there and see where you go and where it leads you but that well and a lot of times I think people go ahead they see more money somewhere else but they don't realize the other place doesn't have sick leave so yeah. if you're not at work and you've got young kids you're not going to get paid whereas here we've got sick leave That's, and it accumulates so I mean those, there's a lot of things we just don't stop and think of when we're younger that yes yes you learn to appreciate and like they say the grass isn't always greener on the other side yes so and what advice would you, kind of talking about the same workforce, what advice would you give them, who, somebody who's just entering the workforce, maybe they just graduated high school and they have no idea what they want to do, or somebody who just graduated college and they have a degree, but they still don't know what they want to do. So what's some advice you would give? I think back first back to what I said earlier about a company that has a good benefits package. I mean, it doesn't have to be fabulous, but, you know, just – some benefits. Obviously, your uh, insurance is awesome this time. Um, reputable financial place. Um, even our bookkeeping is wonderful. When you when we're around other nonprofits and you hear people talk about um, sometimes questionable expenditures, we're like that would never fly with our bookkeeping. Yeah, not at all. And and it shouldn't. I mean, you know, we know that we'll be asked about things, and that's good. Um, the other main thing is uh, work for some place that provides uh, professional development for their employees. I mean, you can start a job, and it's, learning is always ongoing, but a lot of places won't not only encourage you, but don't. You know, WTO will pay for your yeah. professional, the, especially with the certifications we have to have and the updates, and we want our staff to be trained and to want more knowledge and to seek that out. And this uh, WTO has been wonderful about that. that, That's a good point. Even myself, I I get so many certifications and attend so much training that it it makes, makes all of us better and not just the individual, but it impacts the entire agency. Uh, These trainings and everything just makes everybody better and better quality employees, better quality Child care for, for our yes. our Head Start and just so much better. Very much. And 
a question I have is who are some people that have been the most influential to you? I know we, we come in contact with so many people over the years. Is there anybody or any, any people that, that, that just go to the top of your head and you're like, this person helped me so much. They guided me where I'm at today. Is there anybody like that that you I know? I think the first person I would say would be uh, the first director I worked under, which was Margie Anderson, um, especially thinking back to that I've been here for 26 years. But um, she was such a down-to-earth, caring person. She had such a genuine love for Head Start and families that we serve. She really taught us from the very beginning that we are here to serve, that the, these are our customers. And it's not just about that, you know, sometimes different places get the attitude that um, they're just not very welcoming or they don't care to listen to their who they serve. And Margie was really about the children and um, families. Um, she was excellent at forming partnerships in the communities. She brought a humor, but also taught us assertiveness. I mean, she was a really neat lady. I've had now then worked under Jenny Gibson, who's been amazing, and um, as has Brooke. I mean, just as thinking of the first influential would have been Margie. And then also as thinking of a group, the actual kids we serve are a huge influence every year the wonder that they come in they're so excited at this age that's one of the reasons I loved working with this age because everything's new some of them even if they've seen scissors they've never really been allowed to sit and use the scissors or some of them have never touched play-doh or bubbles or you know when we're at home we don't really encourage kids to make a mess and in preschool you do so everything is just bright and wonder, and they're so loving and resilient. Do you have any interesting stories on the difference that Head Start has made to the lives of our our parents or the kids? Or I've got lots of stories from all over the years. I think one of the uh, most poignant ones is several years ago we um, found out about a homeless family in one of our areas, and... Um, I got a call on the weekend asking me what what did I think, and so I went and visited the family and realized they were hungry, and by Monday morning, um, they had young kids our age for early Head Start and Head Start, and um, we um, just went into action, and before I ended up um, contacting Elda before the end of the day on Monday, and the WTO programs were enacted. Um, the next day I went and got the mother who really, I mean, this family had nothing to eat. I ran her through Taco Villa on the way to Head Start to make the applications for uh, the children. And she was eating, just um, had not had a meal in days. And um, Elda and everybody at WTO jumped into action. I started getting texts from people. I didn't even know who they were. They'd have gotten my um, number from WTO. But, I mean, this, this the very staff that we even work with go outside their jobs to help families when we see it. Um, once the children were enrolled, the Early Head Start staff um, bought each child a pajama and a blanket to, and slippers so they would be warm at night while they were homeless. And um, 
We had people from the community as well, again, as people from the WTO office calling and saying, where are they at? Let me take them people wanting to sign up for a meal chain. I mean, we really pulled together as a community and um, and, and agency-wide, even though we have lots of programs that don't always know what the other hand does. It's just one phone call, and we just kind of start snowballing from there to help everybody. It's It was a beautiful thing. That is. That's, that's really nice. And I know our programs, that they all do different things, like you said, and um, the purpose of this podcast is to kind of let all of our employees and the community and everybody else kind of know what, what each other does. Kind of like you said, with one yes. hand doesn't know what the other does. And that that's kind of a, a blessing that I've had in this position is I work directly with all the programs where I, I, I can kind of speak about every program in, in, in a basic way. And I think it's wonderful that all of our, our programs can work together when needed and, yes. and kind of do everything they possibly can do to make things better for the families. And I know the slogan of West Texas Opportunities is building better, brighter tomorrows. And ultimately, that's the mission of every one of our pro or the, the goal of every one of our programs is to make tomorrow better than today. And a lot yes. of us, like you said, may have rough days or rough patches in our lives and and grateful we're grateful we have these programs that can jump in there and help whoever whoever needs the help and yes, yes. um the, i know head start is a wonderful program to prepare the the kids like you said a lot of some of the kids may not be encouraged to make a mess at home but when they get to the the, the school district they're they're prepared and they're yes, they're, yes. they're not behind and i think i think head start does some amazing things for our families yes yes it does and I mentioned our mission statement a couple of seconds ago. And for those of you that don't know, our, our mission statement is to ease the limitations of poverty by investing in families to improve their quality of life. Um, with your job right now or your position at West Texas Opportunities and our Head Start program that, that you, you currently work for, how do you think our mission aligns with your position? Well, in a variety of ways, like, the um, a lot of people see Head Start and consider that it's just a daycare, but we're really a child development program. So while the parents' children are with us, they're learning, they're getting two meals and a snack every day, which is two-thirds of their daily needs. Um, and we're able to help parents start either um, – going for education, you know, going back for their GED, or maybe they have their GED, but now they can go work someplace and know that their child is being taken care of over here. And um, as well as the um, education that we provide as far as parenting. A lot of people need um, to have their um, parenting skills I'm losing my words, Brian. I can't think right now. <laughs> no, no, I, I get, I, I get what you're coming from. To be built up. Not that their parenting skills are bad, but they need encouragement. That's yes. what word I'm yes. looking for. Because we have great parenting out there, but it, 
when you're at zero to five and you're trying to pay bills every day and make sure your kids are fed and that you have the diapers and you have everything they need, sometimes you don't really feel like you're the best parent in the world. And we have great parents. And so sometimes we're what we're able to do through parent meetings and through meeting one-on-one with them is give them the encouragement and building up their self-esteem to know they're doing a great job. Right, right. And I, and I think another thing, too, is we have new parents that maybe have have never had kids before and they yes. have a young child in, 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 in early Head Start. And I think it's it's not so much that maybe they don't know it's something new that maybe that encouragement yes. will help guide them to to be better parents and there's no there's not a handbook when you become a parent and you you have to kind of learn as you go and i think it's exactly. great to have those those resources there available and to, through to, our parent meetings and our home visits and so many things we're actually providing um, child development education for parents and we're giving them a foundation and a building block that they know they're their child's first teacher. So they know what their child can do and we're giving them vocabulary and um, self-esteem. So once they're not with us, they know that they are their child's advocate and so the, and that they have a place at the school. A lot of parents don't think that they should go ask the school. That's so, a good point. That's yes. a good point to, to be there as the ad, advocate for your child is, is basically the, the mission. So. Yes. Any other stories you want to tell us or anything else you want to add before we, we finish up? Oh, I think I'm good. I always have lots of stories, but sometimes maybe not something that should go out on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that That's true. That's very true. Well, um, thank you for coming in. I, I really you. appreciate it, and I think this information will be very informational to our employees that listen to this, um, our community and maybe no people that have no idea what a nonprofit is. I think this is a good a good starting yes, point. Yes. But um, thank you for coming in. We Thanks, really appreciate Brian. it. You're you're welcome. And until next time, thank you for thank you for listening. Please tell a friend or a family member about our podcast. And as a reminder, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else that you listen. Please subscribe. Uh, this is the easiest way to be notified anytime we have a new episode. New episodes come out every Friday at 8 o'clock in the morning. So just kind of look forward to that every Friday. And um, thank you for joining.